listening to the SLCC podcast series What's on the Agenda. Each episode brings you content created especially for clerks. The shows include question and answer sessions with sector experts, special guests and much more. Learn more about our podcasts by visiting us at slcc.co.uk slash podcasts. So good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of What's on the Agenda, the SLCC podcasts. Um, I'm Steve Walker, and here we are at the 50th National Conference, and uh, it is my very, very great pleasure to introduce one of our special guests today, Ben Fogel. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. I feel very honoured to be here. It's it's fantastic. I think um, talking with many of the guests that have joined us over the last couple of days, I think that they're looking forward to hearing, learning from your experiences from crossing the Atlantic to climbing, you know, to all of those experiences that you've had over over your, you know, over the last few years. How that matters to to the environment, the impact that it's having, that knowledge and understanding you have of that, and of course sustainability, which is again something really important to local government at the moment and to communities. Sustainability, environmentalism, all of these things have been incredibly important all my life. And I think it's through some of those journeys and expeditions that you just mentioned there that that I've become a passionate campaigner. And and it, on one hand, it might I might seem a stri- slightly strange uh, individual to be here um, uh, talking to all the delegates and everyone who who's here today, but actually there's a lot of crossover in my own experiences, and not just my own experiences, but my own observations, and maybe dare I say solutions, because I think when we talk about the environment, a lot of people can switch off. A lot of people can feel overwhelmed. A lot of people become become sidetracked because there's, you know, everyone here has a lot on their plate. There's a lot of things to divert attention. And, uh, and I think that what I will bring today is just a, a, an element of focus to remind people why it is important and also to show them how even the smallest of things that we do can make a difference. This, yeah, this was one of the topics we were speaking to Baroness Gray Thompson yesterday. And again, you, you, as you were saying, your experiences with what you've achieved previously, the discipline to climb somewhere like Everest, to cross somewhere as, as hostile as the Atlantic, the discipline needed there with the climate emergency, that there is a need for discipline in how we manage this environmental impact and the sustainability of this. I, I would actually add one more word to that. I think discipline is, is key, but also consistency. And, and we're seeing such a lack of consistency. I don't want to go into government politics right now, but you only need to have a look at the last few weeks, the the kind of the whole U-turns. Listen, I'm all for U-turns. When you've when you've made a mistake, hold up your hands and tell everybody. Yes. Yeah, that, this is what I say to yes. my children. We all make mistakes and we have to. This is the other thing we need as a society to forgive people. Yeah, we, we will make transgressions. And if we don't make transgressions, it means that we're not being bold enough. So first of all, I, I'm all for U-turns, but there has to be this consistency. And if we look at government and the party that there is now, it doesn't feel like it's there's any joined up uh, writing now because everyone's so easily distracted. And I get it. Everyone here has so many pressures, the cost of living, the war in Ukraine. There are, there are multiple things. I can hardly sleep at night now worrying about so many of these elements. But once you have a consistency and a discipline to stick to it, that doesn't mean that you have to 
do that to the detriment of everything else. And this is what this is what I keep saying to people. Just because you have decided, no, this is our target, does not mean that you can't think and consider about all those other very important things. But you need that consistency. And it doesn't need to be rigid. It can be adjust- it can be flexible to the needs of, of the times. You, you know, you're saying there about the children. We one of the themes, having spoken to people over the last couple of days, children are very green. They're very environmentally aware. They are very conscious of recycling and initiatives that are focused on on a community. Children pick up on that really, really quickly. And as you, were, you know, you were saying that, Ben, it's that we need to have everybody aware of. You know, the council set a climate. We've declared a climate emergency, but. What what are we declaring? Why are we doing that? And again, we've had varying people in and we've spoken to over the last couple of days who want to help them understand, look, these small steps add up. There's 10,000 councils. If you all did one small step, that's a lot of steps overall. Agility is so important. You, you, we need to be agile. You, you, this intransience that you know, I'm an outside observer, so I'm allowed to say this, but you sometimes see it in local government and, and councils. There is this intransience that the, the computer says no. Now, I get it. It's a hard, you know, that there are many people to please and, and lots of your listeners will probably be rolling their eyes when they hear that going, <laughs> please, we hear it all the time. But I'm I'm here as an outside observer. You know, I'm, I'm not connected to this specific industry, but we need to ha- we need to get away from this intransience and just be a, a little bit more agile. We need to be bold. And we need joined up thinking. And as you have just said, uh, how many councils are there? Did you? you ten thousand. Just ten thousand. Ten thousand councils. If they all actually kind of communicated with one another and tried to even make the smallest of change. This this is my uh, my thing. I actually only came out of the green closet a couple of years ago because I was really scared that when you put your head above the parapet. The uh, the metaphorical paint guns are there, <laughs> yeah. ready to ready to loaded to, and ready. Yes, loaded and ready. <laughs> yes. Because if you are not then 100% green, you will be picked up on those transgressions. You know, you will be picked up on your hypocrisy. You will be yes. picked up on your shortcomings. So for me, let's let's flip that on its head. Let's try and tell 100% of those councils, all 10,000, let's try and make a 10% change. Hey, I'm happy to go for a 1% change right now, because we have to start somewhere. And and if we can then start to grow that and realise that this is a marathon, not a sprint, we're not living in this world where you can have instant gratification. I know that social media and talent shows on TV would have you believe that if you want to be the most famous person in the world, it can happen instantly overnight. It happens, but that is, you're more likely to win the lottery than, than for that to happen. So it, we get this mentality that this is a marathon, not a sprint. Every small change will make a difference. And I get really excited when I think of, you know, small towns and villages, the, the small town near where I live. There's so many people that want to start making changes. And, and I've been suggesting to small local groups who, who are trying to make the, the town a little bit more sustainable. This is our moment. Why, why don't we get every single shopkeeper together? Let's not even wait for the councillors. Let's, let's start doing this. And maybe that is the way that then suddenly other people will go, oh, hang on, look, actually other people are doing this. And, and I realise the pressure that many people listening to this will feel because there is an expectation from a lot of the public, oh, someone else is going to make this decision. I'm going to wait for the PM to do it. I'll wait for the environment minister. I'll wait for my local councillor. We, we, we can't afford to wait for other people to make those decisions. We, and I include myself in that, and by the way, I'm, no one can see this, I'm holding my hand up. I have loads of shortcomings. I fly too much. 
I came up here by train, but that still, ha you know, there's still, I have a, a, a very large negative carbon footprint uh, and I'm trying to make those changes. But if you use the excuse that what what can little old me do, we won't get anywhere. And I think that's what we hear a lot. What, what can I do? I, I, I think that it's, it's a process of education. Um, and the, the, making it fun. Can I say this doesn't have you know? It I, doesn't I, have to be hard, does it? This is why I'm here today to give them some, you know, some some good old uh, stories of near death on the Atlantic <laughs> and climbing Everest. And I'm I'm certainly not here to try and encourage everyone to go and climb Mount Everest. But I'm hoping that through those tales of triumph through adversity. A, I had a brilliant time, even though it was pretty miserable, lots of those different experiences. And I'm very honest about those. I don't try to uh, golden coat it. I, I've always been very honest about um, all of those things and how hard it can be. But hopefully to not just empower, we hear a lot about this empowering. I'm actually moving on to enabling. So so we've had the fear mongering. You, you know, we, we've heard the ter terrifying statistics, mm. you know, I'm not going to bombard you with them now so we've heard the the fear mongering and we need a little bit more of that i'm not saying that we're done but i think we are on we're even beyond the stage of empowering and now we need to be enabling so how do you enable well you know i i don't have time well, i don't think we have time to chat because i could be here all day there's millions of things that we could do as individuals as councils as uh, organizations as NGOs there are millions of things that we can do but we just need joined up consistency I think the message needs to be clear and concise I think that's one of the challenges when when you mention green and you mention the environment and you mention those people that ask the questions well what can I actually do what do I need to do I think is one of those pressing questions is I know I need to do something but I don't know what it is it's, it's like the old cliche I don't know the question I need to ask and again, you know, having persons like yourself along, Ben, who've had other experiences, other adversity and, and, and challenges, can go on to inspire, to enable other people to think, do you know what? I am going to set up a, a recycling club or I am going to set up a sustainable food store. I'm going to do it. And that's where communities and councils need to say, we'll get behind all of these initiatives. As you said, if it's 1% across 10,000, that's a big number. And that difference is starting. And as you say, it's a marathon. Well, and, and the flip side to that is rather than this insistence that the 1% of the population who are trying to do their thing, and this is probably more than that, but rather than this insistence that they, they make a 100% change to their lives and go back to the stone ages and abstain <laughs> from any form of travel and communication, because even sending an email is destroying the planet, R rather than <laughs> rather than that kind of insistence, which is just going to put people off and, and make people like they're going to have to go without. You don't have to, to, to do your part does not mean abstaining. It does not mean um, going without. It just means adapting. And we're incredibly adaptable. And as uh, some of the stories I'm going to share later is how me, a Londoner born in the centre of, you know, the the one of the biggest cities in the world, went on to climb mountains and row across oceans, um, you know, with, with very limited supplies because it, it is possible. To you, this message is very important. To us, this message is important. And it's getting that a message across to, to those communities, to those councils. It is important to all of us. Ben Pogel, thank you um, for joining us today. And I wish you all the best. Thank you. Most important question, uh, Steve, can I have one of the chocolates? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes, of course, Ben. Uh, 
Me and Ben are going to have a share of chocolate and we'll speak to everybody soon. Thank you, everyone.